1: You're listening to Outlaws and Gunslingers, the only podcast covering all of America's infamous criminals, from the Wild West to the Mafia, all the way up to the ruthless street gangs of today. Brought to you exclusively by the Creative Control Network. Here are your hosts, the Mouthy Michiganders, Bang and Dang.
0: A Hatfield and McCoy. Everybody, everybody knows Hatfield and McCoy. And, isn't
2: uh, technically uh, here's old a fun fact. West here's stuff. a fun
0: fact. There's a real Hatfield that lives within 20 miles from, uh, Dang's house.
2: A real Hatfield. It's awesome. It's not really a, not really a surprise.
0: Real Hatfield. And he actually owns a fucking, uh, uh a horse ranch. Right in Hemlock, Hemlock, Michigan, Hatfield, Hatfield, fucking Acres is called.
2: I don't think he's part of the fucking. It is because I
0: used to work at the golf store, golf course right next to him, Maple Hill, and he's part of the family. But great.
2: We there, everybody knows the feud of Hatfields and McCoys. Some fucked up shit happened between these motherfuckers for
0: yeah, it was crazy. It's like a Romeo, it's like a Romeo and and
2: eighteen ninety one.
0: It's like a Romeo and Juliet story well, with with with, with, with well, one of them.
2: One small fraction, right? But basically... Yeah, it was fucked it's, up because that dude ended up marrying that other bitch's fucking cousin right, or right. sister or whatever it's it Actually, like actually
0: like. it's kind of like a South versus the North story.
2: Because these guys were really
0: yeah. on the border of, uh, I think it was Tennessee and Kentucky, wasn't it?
2: Well, yeah. having its roots in the Civil War, the feud in between the Hatfields and McCoys... Took place in oh, the Appalachian Virginia. Mountains, Virginia, along Virginia. the West Virginia Kentucky border area between eighteen sixty three and eighteen ninety one. The bitter feud. Oh, by the way, guys. But everybody knows about West Virginia,
0: though. This is some fucking. You want to talk about? They're, uh, the, they're the fucking Inbred hillbilly Appalachian
2: fucking backwoods motherfuckers, hillbilly. moonshining motherfuckers. Man. Everybody
0: say Kentucky? No, it's actually West Virginia, wow, guys. Kentucky too. Yeah, but it's actually West Virginia. These guys, are some fucking. You, you talk about the hillboys? the fucking uh, when it, the term hillbilly. The Ozark Mountains? Oh, my. Appalachians don't even have nothing but the Ozarks?
2: Down at the Ozarks? The Ozarks are in Missouri.
0: Not yeah, Missouri, are yeah. they? Yeah. Around that and, and Tennessee and all that, isn't it? Or is it just Missouri? Missouri. Okay, even Ozarks still. You want to talk about that? Ozarks is some... Mm. I mean,
2: all of them have their fucking backwoods hillbillies, Alabama, fucking everywhere. Right. But, yeah, West Virginia probably. Well, the Appalachian motherfuckers, those guys are the true fucking... Yeah smoky mountain guys yeah. yeah but yeah uh, before i guess we go any further with this i should note that uh didn't really have time to actually take sources from a bunch of websites yeah. like i usually do for these stories this so we're story on we're the reading straight from uh the legends of america.com right. website we're going we to f- give you the straight we're give you
0: straight facts and all that but there should be actually things in between but
2: well this is straight from um legends of america.com so i'll give credit to them but uh and if you haven't
0: ever seen it, just watch it before. Uh, bangs a piece of shit. Because <laughs> uh,
2: it's not 100%. I don't, it's not, 100% not accurate. Because I'm not a Kevin Costner a, dick sucker. It's not to do with Kevin Costner. He says, it's not
0: 100% accurate. But watch Hatfield McCoy. It's a history channel fucking series. It's a, I think it's a 10 episode. No, it might be like a three or four episode series. But they're like two hours this long. It's like
2: a fucking eight episodes No, it's area. like they're
0: two hours long a piece. There's like four or five episodes. So there's like fucking ten, hour, ten hours of fucking Hatfield McCoy shit. Yeah, a lot of it's going to be drama. Like, you know how TV shows are. But I'm telling you right now, you dig it. You dig it.
2: Or you can just listen to our... Uh,
0: oh, you're going to listen to this for sure.
2: Or you just listen to this podcast about it and spare yourself some shitty Kevin Costner acting. Eh, um, but not yeah. It's
0: Kevin Costner, though. It's fucking uh, everybody. It is everybody. you mm. can think of.
2: Yeah, West Virginia-Kentucky border between 1863 and 1891. These fucking families feuded it out. It uh, attracted nationwide attention, ignited generations of bitter grudges. It did. It's still going on today, guys. Well, not really. It is. Well, it's not, though actually the, the remaining members actually like each other now? Yeah, and they, they do, do the little hat. Well, 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 I'm sure we'll get to they the do. end of that. They um, do. yeah, bitter grudges, resentment, not only included police intervention, but also that of governors and the Supreme Court up on these motherfuckers. Yeah,
0: because it got so bad that the Supreme Court had to fucking get in that shit. This shit was rough.
2: This is what. This is the. Uh- this is like a mini war. I was just about to say this is what they would call a range war yeah, in is, uh, back in the day. Yeah, so. this was
0: nuts, guys. Well the Hatfields of West Virginia were led by William Anderson oh, Devil, Devil Ants. Ants. Hatfield. So William Anderson Hatfield, who was also known by Devil Ants, who lived on the West Virginia side of Tug Fort, a uh a tributary a tributary of uh that's not it. Oh it is. Uh okay, so that's uh, fork, Tug Fort. A tributary of the Big Sandy River in present-day Mingo County, formerly part of Logan County, that's West Virginia, guys. It's like right on the Tennessee border. The Hatfields were more affluent than the McCoys; they were, and were well connected politically. See which the fucking also they were
2: the uh, right Hatfields were. They were like the they were like the high end right, fucking people of this right, feud, but
0: still some fucking hillbilly motherfuckers.
2: Well, yeah.
0: Uh the Hatfields were more affluent than the McCoys and were well connected politically. Devil Ants, Hatfields, what'd it say? Uh Devil Hatfields. <laughs> Devil Ants, man. That's what everybody knows about it. Devil Ants Hatfields timbering operation was a source of wealth for his family. So he was a fucking uh wood timbering guy, dude, so you already know He had the money. He had fucking pole everywhere because fuck. And he employed dozens of men, including some of the McCoys. Of
2: course, he did. Well, the McCoys, on the other hand, of Kentucky. We're actually
0: we're looking at here at a picture of Tuck Four of the Big Sandy River between Kentucky and West Virginia. This is right on the fucking river, Sandy River, and you got West Virginia on one side and Kentucky on the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've, actually, it was Hatfield and McCoys on each side. Mm-hmm. So there's
2: actually a tour you can take nowadays right. where you can go through. So these all guys the were literally. Landmark. These
0: guys were literally. Thirty yards from each other. Thirty yards.
2: Well, the McCoys of uh, on the Kentucky side were under the leadership of Old Ranall. Old Randall McCoy, who lived and they lived in Pike County on the other side of the yep, river. Pike County. Uh, the McCoys were a lower to middle class family, but Randolph owned a three hundred acre farm and some livestock.
0: So, which tells so tells you that head. he gave to a community a lot of milk. But Shit obviously, like
2: uh, Devil Ants had more money. Timber was a booming-ass well, uh, business yeah, than then. That's way better than
0: fucking what he was doing. Well, the McCoys and Kentucky were under the leadership. <clears throat> we did that. <laughs> both families were involved in the manufacturing and selling of illegal well, of moonshine. Of course they were. Oh, yeah. And, in
2: Appalachian Mountains, motherfucker. Right.
0: And both families had complex kinship and social networks, mm-hmm. like Twitter.
2: Like Twitch. They call They call it. <laughs> like, uh, Appalachian Connection. <laughs> right. Hey, y'all, check out that post by, by Jerry on Appalachian Connection.
0: He put it on that big oak tree out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, family loyalty was often determined not only by blood, but uh, by employment and proximity. So, I mean, if you're basically like. Basically, if
2: you're employed by these motherfuckers, you and live. You're their your, your neighbor. Well,
0: and if you're like your a great. On the other side of if the you're family. like a fucking loyal employee, dude, you're basically family. Both groups fought with the uh, Confederates during the Civil War.
2: However,
0: however, However, there was one exception. Hmm. Asa Harmon McCoy, Randolph's brother, fought for the Union in Pike County Home Gods. Because of this, Mm -hmm. Asa, 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 whatever you want to say, A-S-A. I think it's Asa. Asa was seen as a traitor by many people of the area, including the members of his very, his very, very well, own family. Let's
2: say it doesn't end well for Old Isa. It doesn't. Well, during the war, both Devil Ants and Randolph McCoy were part of the Confederate home guards called the Logan Wildcats. In right. the fall of 1863, multiple Union guerrilla attacks were made by the Kentucky home guard on the West Virginia side of the Tug, that were instigated by William H. Francis Jr. Bill Francis, he founded NASCAR. All right. As a result, the Logan Wildcats surrounded Francis's home. Yeah, in Pike County, Kentucky, and Devil Ants killed killed him.
0: They killed him.
2: Asa McCoy was a friend and neighbor of William Francis.
0: Yeah. It's crazy.
2: And this is where Asa gets... Well, we'll find out. Well, we'll find out what happens to this guy.
0: Well, Asa McCoy was released early from the Army in December of 1864 because he had broken a leg in return. He, he was like, I broke my leg you are like, well, I think you're going to die, so you might as well just go home. He's like, from I a broken leg?
2: I think you should return home to Kentucky.
0: Right, right? from a broken leg? I mean, you die from a fucking eye infection. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Asa McCoy broke his leg uh, in the Army in 1864 of December and returned home to Kentucky. Uh, he returned to a warning from Jim, Jim Vance, the uncle of Devil Ants Hatfield. They could expect a visit from Logan Wildcats. Who's the Logan Wildcats?
2: Who's the Logan Wildcats? Well... We when, literally just discussed that in the last... Uh, my part I didn't that I did
0: listen to anything you said in that part, but i They're I'm a sorry. fucking...
2: Basically a militia
1: group.
0: Okay. So he was going to expect a basi- visit from the Logan Wildcats, probably from, like, fucking trader, trade being a traitor or treason or some shit. When he has a heard gunshots as he drew water from his well, he, and then mm. he, he was like, oh, fuck! He ran to a nearby cave and he hid. But the Wildcats followed him there and shot him dead on the 7th of January in 1865. That's fucked. That's fucked. Oh, Asa. Asa McCoy. It's crazy. And that's the beginning. Right. Well, Devil Ants Hatfield was a sus- was a suspect at first, but later confirmed to have been sick at home at the time of the Moida. They're like, no, nah, man, pretty sure uh, the devil was at home sick. Are you sure? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. They went to his house. They're like, yep. right here. We're fucking putting hot costs on him all day long. It was then widely believed that his uncle, Jim Vance, had committed the murder.
2: I mean, it makes sense. He is the one that uh, threatened him. Right. Afterwards, relations between the two families declined. It came to a head again in 1878 right. when Randolph McCoy accused Floyd and so
0: How many years that? It took that many years to do it again? 14 years. Well.
2: 13 years so yeah so everything was just going smooth they were both running a little moonshine shit and then right. fucking uh Randolph mccoy goes over to a uh, cousin floyd cousin floyd hatfield's house uh he says floyd you stole my pig floyd said mm, no i didn't but it was tried for the theft anyway and then uh but none other than the justice of the peace anderson preacher hands see they're
0: Hatfield. missing something out here there's no reason why he would just go over there and say he stole his
2: pig Something happened in between. This pig went missing.
0: Yeah, a big piece of story. Why well, would just go over there and be like, hey, cuz, you stole my fucking pig, and these deputies here are take you in we're going to charge you. We're missing a big part of the story. We're missing a
2: story. He went over there, accused him of stealing his pig. He, he went and filed a lawsuit. with we cops, and then they fucking put him on trial for it.
0: Why would he go over there and accuse him of it?
2: Obviously. We don't know. Been 13 were, years. Their farms are right next to each other. Yeah, but it would have been 13 years, and all of a sudden he accused him of stealing the pig. thought you knew the story. I do. Didn't Kevin Costner teach you?
0: <laughs> well, that wasn't that wasn't even close to being a true story, and that was proven.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Idiot. Anyways, so, the fucking Justice of the Peace Anderson Preacher Ants Hatfield was a cousin of Devil Ants. Right. Uh, he presided over the hearing, and it hinged on the testimony of one witness named Bill Statton, who testified in Floyd Hatfield's flavor, flavor, favor. When the charges against Floyd were dropped, the McCoys were fucking pissed. Right. They're like, I know he stole my pig. So it's bullshit.
0: I know they did. After 13 years, these guys still ain't fucking. They
2: haven't changed at all. First to kill my cousin. All
0: right. My well, brother.
2: Actually, my brother.
0: Well, two years later, Bill Statton was violently killed in a dispute with Sam and Paris McCoy, nephews of Randolph, on the 18th of June in 1880. So the, the nephews of old Randolph McCoy. So this is years later, these guys are they probably young, 15, 16, 18, 19. In those ages, before 20 years old, probably. I would assume. So they killed his Bill Statton violently. Violently. Right. Right. Well, Sam stood trial for the murder, but was acquitted for self defense. Well, we all know that the, uh, no, the Hatfields were the good ones. Like the rich ones, the McCoys. But still, Mm -hmm. they probably had, they probably still had some people.
2: On the. It all depends on where the trial took place. Right. Uh, Was it Virginia or West Virginia or Kentucky?
0: Right. Well, just a few months later, at a local election day gathering in 1880, there we go. John's Hatfield, the 18-year-old son of Devil Ants, met Rosanna McCoy. This is the story you guys wanted to hear. Randolph's daughter. I mean, so you got the two big big boys that hate each other. Now their daughters are meeting. I mean, this is just like their kids. I mean, yeah, the kid and son.
2: Exactly like fucking Romeo and, Romeo and Juliet.
0: Juliet. Uh, Just
2: the, like Romeo and Juliet.
0: Well, the pair instantly hit it off and disappeared for hours with each other in the coming months. So every day there's like... If
2: you guys have ever played uh, Red Dead Redemption 2,
0: yeah. there's
2: actually yeah. a fucking story uh, mission storyline of the oh. same exact fucking uh, it's, situation. Uh, what's
0: the names? I forgot the names.
2: Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, same exact fucking type of shit. I
0: forgot the fucking names of it. They're like Dunton's or Douglass's or some shit. Something. I forget what it is. But yeah, same storyline. She meet He meets her in a fucking gazebo by the fucking lake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the pair instantly hit it off and disappeared for hours every day for the next coming months. Because her father admittedly disapproved, Rosanna fled to West Virginia to be with Johns. She's like, you know what, Daddy? I love him. Just because you and his daddy or uncle, wherever he is, don't get along. <laughs> don't mean we can't. We love each other. I'm leaving. He's you're- not
2: like them. He's right. not like them.
0: He was like, listen, Rosanna, you're not going anywhere. She's like, yeah, I am. So she fucking he's like, fled. Uh, he's like,
2: Rosanna, Rosanna. Rosanna no.
0: She said, no, I'm going to fucking uh,
1: Kentucky. Kentucky. West Virginia.
2: I already live in Kentucky. Oh, yeah,
0: uh, uh, yeah, I'm going east. Do ease. I'm going to cross the river. Well, she was soon followed by a McCoy posse who arrived at the Hatfield home and arrested Johns on outstanding Kentucky bootlegging warrants. So I don't mm-hmm. know how they can do that. <laughs> they're in West Virginia. <laughs> and going to ar- arrest somebody. And these guys are deputies? No. So they can... Oh, they're doing a fucking civil arrest? I guess. Wow. Well, Devil Hands then gathered his own crew to cut off the McCoys and rescue his son. That's exactly like, what happened. He was like, you know what? How in the hell are they going to come and rescue my boy?
2: They cut him off at a path.
0: All right, just before and they, got, fucking, to, just before they uh, got to the river. Pointed their, their guns fu- and said, he's well, coming with us. Well, that's the shitty part of was They had to crash that river every time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's
2: bridges or anything. I'm sure there was. It's not like... I mean, I don't know. Back in the day, I don't think there were no bridges. How deep was the river? Right. Yeah. Well, afterward, the couple remained apart, but Rosanna was pregnant. Oh, no. Both families refused. He already did. He already fucking. Damage is done. The damage is done. Well, get this. Talk about damage. Both families refused to allow them to marry. She gave birth to a daughter who was Sarah Elizabeth McCoy in the spring of 1881. But But actually, Hatfield. But Johns had already moved on and married Nancy McCoy. Oh, no. The daughter of Asa Harmon McCoy and Rosanna's cousin in May of 1881.
0: Oh. See, now we're missing the story. How did that happen? And how did the family allow that? There is no story. There is. Well, Rosanna's father would not accept her or the baby and refused to speak to her mm-hmm. or the baby. Her mother then arranged for Rosanna to live with her Aunt Betty in nearby Stringville. Kentucky, she's like, I'm sorry, baby, but Pa don't want you around. He can't stand looking at you and that. Hmm. You Tragic. gotta go.
2: Tragic. She's you like, well, Mama, where am I gonna supposed to go? She's like, but I wipe my baby's ass. I wipe right. my baby's ass. Yeah, right. Mom was like, I know. She's like, where
0: you want me to go? She's like, you're gonna go to Stringville, Kentucky, with <laughs> your Aunt Betty. Aunt Betty. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, uh, Rosanna and the baby. And the McCoy Hatfield baby went to Stringville, Kentucky, but baby Sarah died at the age of eight months from measles. Mm. Well, afterward, Rosanna was said to have been heartbroken and never emotionally recovered. Which I mean, it's, it's very, I mean, it's, it's reasonable. And the it's,
2: dude that you thought you were fucking in love with leaves you for your cousin, and then right. your baby dies. Baby
0: dies. Well, she died at the age of 29 years old. Mm. Of heartbroken, of a heart, heart, a broken heart.
2: She's a decent-looking little girl. She's got the jaw of a fucking dude, but right. <laughs> like, imagine what she can do. Oh <laughs> uh, my goodness, that, girl, what that mouth do? Mm-hmm. Uh, this affair yeah. further soured the relationship between the two families, but it was far from over. On August fifth, eighteen eighty-two, at another election day event, these motherfuckers love their election day events right. in Kentucky. Three of uh, Randolph McCoy's sons, Tolbert, Farmer, and Bud, got into a violent dispute with two brothers of Devil. In the melee, one of McCoy's brothers, one of the McCoy brothers stabbed Ellison Hatfield multiple times and then shot him in the back. Shot him in the back. The McCoys then fled but were soon apprehended by the authorities. They were. However, the Hatfields intercepted the constables and took the McCoy brothers by force before they reached Pikeville. Right. Damn, these motherfuckers are like, nah, we Mm -hmm. own this land around here. You motherfuckers ain't doing shit. No, sorry. the brothers were then taken to West Virginia to await the fate of mortally wounded Ellison Hatfield when Ellison died the brothers were were tied to pawpaw bushes where each was shot numerous times with a total of 50 shots fired yeah they got
0: fucking moited yeah they got moited they took them home and moited them
2: oh okay the authorities fucking took the McCoys but the Hatfields were like no we're coming for our own justice
0: took them home and did things to them well that led to authorities soon indicting 20 men including Devil Ants and his sons, for the deaths of the McCoy brothers.
2: All three Dis- of them. All three of them. Yeah,
0: despite the charges, though, the Hatfields eluded arrest, leaving the McCoys infuriated.
2: Well, wouldn't be the like, first what do you thing? mean they eluded? Not the first time. Look at that.
0: This old man. Old devil.
2: Their cause was taken up by Perry Klein, an attorney who had married Martha McCoy, the widow of Randolph's brother. These motherfuckers are all crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you.
2: Uh, she's the widow of Asa and Asa. In uh, addition to being part of the McCoy family, Klein had a personal vendetta against Devil Ants as of he had course. lost a lawsuit uh, over the deed for thousands of acres of land. Uh, using his politi- political connections, Klein announced rewards for the rest of the Hatfields, including Devil Ants.
0: I mean, it's just ridiculous. It was just entwined with you. It was just crazy. Well, in 1886, Jeff McCoy killed a mail carrier named Fred Wolford, and the acting constable... That went after him was Captain Hatfield. Or Cap Hatfield, Cap. sorry. Cap Hatfield. Cap and a friend named Tom Wallace shot McCoy when they found him on the banks of the Tug River. Tom Wallace was found dead in the spring of eighteen eighty seven. Well, that means the McCoys were like, Motherfucker. That's we're What's, looking at a picture of the McCoy home.
2: The McCoy home. That's a pretty shitty home. What? Well, sorry guys? Huh. It's all they can muster up? Nineteen seventy seven. Oh, damn. Uh, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's fucking right. almost 100 years. Right. Uh, on January 1st, 1888, the Hatfields planned to put an end to the feud once and for all when they surrounded an open fire on the Randolph McCoy home. All Led right. by Cap Hatfield, Devil Ants' son, and Jim Vance, the house was set on fire to drive Randall. Uh, this is this sucks here because, uh, yeah. They drove, tried to drive him in the open. Randall McCoy and some of his family members were able to escape out the back. But his son Kelvin and his daughter Alifair were killed in the crossfire. Yeah. His wife Sarah was left badly beaten by the Hatfields and yeah. suffered a crushed skull. Yeah. The house was burned to the ground.
0: Terrible. Well, mm. afterward, the remaining McCoys moved to Pikeville, Kentucky to escape the rest Virginia raiding parties. They're like, this is bullshit. We can't they're they're obviously fucking taking us out.
2: Obviously, we can't fucking beat my wife. And look at fucking Randolph too, running like a little bitch while his fucking kids are getting killed and his wife's getting beat. This was a
0: few days after what became known as the New Year's Massacre. Kentucky Governor Simon Buckner sent uh, Special Officer Frank Phillips and thirty-eight other men to arrest the nearly twenty men and put out a special reward, which brought in more bounty hunters to go after the Hatfields. So they're like this bullshit.
2: We can't let this shit
1: happen. We can't. Anymore, that,
0: that was just complete moita.
2: Well, Frank Phillips and members of his posse soon tracked down Jim Vance and Cap Hatfield. Vance was killed when he refused to be arrested on January 10th, 1988. You know that was happening. Uh, not 1988, 1888. Uh, Phillips then no, I don't think it was 1980 it was no. like 160, yeah. Phillips then made other successive raids on Hatfield Holmes and supporters on catch and captured three more men
0: So there's getting like nobody is really doing nothing there's I don't know. Jim Vance was a major guy well afterward the Hatfields led by Devil Ants, prepared for one last major offensive against the McCoys they're like you know what we're going down we're getting all these motherfuckers when Frank uh, when Frank Phillips heard about the Hatfields preparations for war he rounded up every able man he could and led a posse to intercept them. We're like, these guys about to do some shit. We gotta stop it. It's been too much bloodshed. We have
2: to intercept them.
0: These fucking uh, McCoys have been getting beaten and fucking killed all over the fucking place. <laughs> well, on the fucking 19th of January, uh, Phillips, Phillips Group met, met the Hatfields on the West Virginia side of the Tug River. Tug Fort River. As they were en route well, on January nineteenth, Phillips' group met the Hatfields on the West Virginia side of the Tuck Fort River as they were on en route to the wherever they were going. You know where they're going. You
2: know where they were. And going. the
0: two groups engaged gunfire, known as the Battle of the Grapevine Creek. The Hatfields suffered multiple, multiple casualties, and they retreated. Two Hatfield supporters were killed, and a deputy, Bill Dempsey, was executed by Frank Phillips after they surrendered. Damn. Damn.
2: They surrendered. They still fucking. uh Executed his ass.
0: And all who didn't escape that were sitting there got arrested. So uh, they didn't work out for the Hatfields there.
2: Oh, well. Devil ants and the major ones are still fucking on the fucking run. So years of legal wranglings unfolded as a series of courts. Judge the legal merits of the Hatfield case. The main issue was that the West Virginia men had al- allegedly been illegally extradited across state lines. Right, you can't do that. Eventually, the case went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, which decided the Hatfields being held in custody in Kentucky could be tried.
0: Oh, okay, so I like that. Well, the Hatfields prisoners were then put on trial in the year of 1889 with for the various crimes they had committed during the feud. Mainly the murder of Randall McCoy's son for killing Ellison Hatfield and the killing of one of his daughters during the New Year's Massacre. What about the other
1: kid that got killed?
0: Right. Well, in the end, eight of the Hatfields were found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. Nice. With the exception of Cotton Top Ellison Mounts. He was sentenced to death (laughs) for having killed Randall McCoy's daughter, Alifair. Good. Good for him. Oh shit. There's the hanging. Oh damn. There's the hanging hanging of Ellison Cottontop Mounts. To him? Yep. His hands, hands back.
2: looked like a ghost. Mounts was mentally challenged and many people viewed him as a scapegoat even though he had confessed his guilt. Right. Although public executions were against the law in Kentucky thousands of spectators gathered to witness his hanging on February 18th 1890. Reports claim that his last words were they made me do it. The Hatfields made me do it damn it. They did.
0: I, I totally guarantee they did. Well, I don't think they made him do it. But... No they did Well, between 1880 and 1888, more than a dozen people of the two families died, and at least ten people were wounded. At one point, it got so bad that the governors of West Virginia and Kentucky even threatened to have their militias (laughs) invade each other's states. Fighting between the families eased following the hanging of mounts. Trials continued for years until the year of 1901. That was the trial of Johns Hatfield, the last of the feud trials. So John's Hatfield was the very last of it in 1901. So it took 30 years altogether.
2: What the fuck was John's uh, on trial for? Right. What did he do? Must have been in the posse with him, I guess. Right? With the feud officially over Randolph McCoy became a ferry operator and died in 1914 at the age of 88 from burns, suffered in an accidental fire. Oh, he is no. buried in the Dill Cemetery in Pikeville, Kentucky. Mm. Devil Ants Hatfield, who had long proclaimed his skepticism about religion, was born again and baptized for the first time at age 73. I like it. He went on to found a Church of Christ congregation in West Virginia. He died on January 6, 1921 in Sturrock, West Virginia at the age of 81 wow. of pneumonia and was buried at the Hatfield Family Cemetery along West Virginia Route 44 in wow. southern Logan County. Wow. So these motherfuckers got their own cemetery yeah. and shit.
0: Right. Well, he turned out to be a man of God, hopefully. Well, years afterward, the feud entered into the American folklore. And its tales were told in books, magazines, movies, television programs. Kevin Cluster. Um uh, <laughs> uh Around the Campfire, uh daring fucking uh any anything you can think of. There the Hat Food McCoys. It was it was a story to be told. It continues to fascinate people today and tourists traveled to parts of West Virginia and Kentucky to see the areas and historic sites which remain from the days of the Hatfield and McCoy Feud. In the year of nineteen ninety nine, a large project known as the Hatfield and McCoy Historic Site Restoration was completed, and today the Hatfield McCoy Feud Driving Tour is available. You can take a tour on this shit, guys. This is a self guided tour that includes all of the sites of the feud Both in Kentucky and West Virginia, visitors are provided a Hatfield and McCoy driving tour brochure, and they're like, "You can have this for free." (laughs) It's for free. For free, they're like, "You know, we're gonna send you out in the woods by yourselves. (laughs) We can at least give you a brochure." Good luck. All right, just follow the trails. Well, that features step-by-step instructions (laughs) for finding each feud site that is open to the public. An optional Hepfield and McCoy driving tour CD is also available, so you can have somebody in the city be like, "Look to your left, or look to your I right."
2: Say that. I mean, probably describes what yeah. happened.
0: Just what we did here, basically. Uh, it's actually quite a fucking tour.
2: It is actually a map of the feud.
0: It's actually quite a tour, miles and miles. A lot. It's. I would say it's a two or three day event. Yeah, probably not. It's a lot of miles there.
2: Right, now,
0: huh? I think it's a whole day? I don't think it's a whole day. It's this, about driving.
2: This is it right here. This That's where everything took place.
0: It's a good four, five, six hours then. I would make that into a two-day event.
2: Hmm, yeah, probably. Yeah, you can go all through the sites of Pike well, County and miles? Logan County. Fucking Over
0: fucking 20 miles of fucking shit. About 20 miles of fucking shit to look at. That's at least two days.
2: I would say so, but... Yeah, guys, I guess... Uh, this didn't really go into all that much depth of fucking the shit that happened in between the fucking... Basically, just uh, well, the, the the major information right. and the important information right. of
0: this. All we know is that a lot of people died from the McCoy side.
2: <laughs> yeah, McCoy's uh, got fucking raped. Right. McCoy's dude. got raped. Uh, a couple of people wrecked. died from the
0: Hatfield side. But, uh, like, what, what was it? Six of them got sentenced to life in prison? Ten. Nine ten? or ten. So, I mean, I guess it worked out for both sides.
2: Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe later on down the line we'll come back and revisit this with.
0: This needs to be revisited.
2: Additional, additional, additional
0: uh, information,
2: background information on all the shit that happened. But hey, why not? You guys just got the gist of things, and I'm gist. sure everybody already knows about knows fucking about Hatfields and with McCoy, any fucking ways. Right. So, so we are bang and dang. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs>
2: We, we are the Mouthy Michiganers with. Bang, Bang, dang!